All right, so it is actually amazing what a couple of brewskis in the afternoon will lead you to. Now, for me, this is one of the more unfortunate turn of events that has led me to the town of Haddonfield. Um, if y'all hadn't already known, you know, obviously y'all should by clicking on this episode and seeing what it is that you're getting yourself into this. First of all, let me just say this will not be an intoxic commentary episode. I am not that fucked up. A um, couple beers in probably about to fill it as the commentary progresses. However, um, I will not call this an intoxic commentary just yet. I, I mean, I don't know it. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how fucked up I get throughout. Um, you know, the snow has picked up. So I officially if I hadn't before I officially declare this another snow day so yeah I'm starting a little early but um <sighs> Halloween motherfucking resurrection if 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 nobody knows y'all know the impact that this film had on me and that's not a fucking compliment all right um I I, I did an episode very early on i'm very expressive about this movie in in all the worst ways and i don't hold back when i talk about it because i you know there are no excuses no apologies you know there's um there's really nothing there are very tiny pockets of things to compliment this movie on but they come very far and few in between and with that being said this movie is a piece of shit like this could easily be an intoxic commentary slash shit show edition commentary right here this is a two this is a two for one combo and very rarely i don't think i've ever done that in the history of tutor reviews podcasting i don't think that's ever happened but you know i've done an episode entirely about you know my hatred for this movie and and there are very few movies that i hate uh, you know what let me take that back there are a lot of movies that i hate but there it is really hard for me to hate a Halloween movie. You know, I know a lot of people hate Halloween five. I don't. I know a lot of people hate Halloween six. I don't. I know a lot of people hate. There are some people out there that hate H2O uh, for sure. I know people hate the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. If anything, they hate Rob Zombie's Halloween two the most. I love that movie. There is no Halloween movie like Halloween Resurrection. And again, I'm not saying that to give this film a compliment. This is one of the, this is the hands down the worst in the entire series. And um, it is one of the worst slasher movies I've ever seen. It's, a, it's an insult to the series. It's disrespectful to not only the character of Michael Myers, um, not only the legacy of the Halloween films that John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, rest in peace, shout out to her, even Erwin Yablon's, Mustafa Akkad, um, you know, Donald Pleasance, everybody that was involved in the magic of that first movie, if not the first two films, this shit is a slap in the face, man. And speaking of the first two films, the funny thing about this shit for the uninitiated is that it is directed by the same director, Mr. Rick Rosenthal, who directed Halloween 2. And one might ask the question, how the fuck did somebody, you know, how did the same director that that crafted something so amazing like Halloween 2 1981 makes such a piece of shit like Halloween Resurrection and I'll tell you people actually I won't even tell y'all it's all in my episode it is literally about how I think Halloween Resurrection was a sabotage plot and just my overall hatred for it everything that's wrong with that film and I feel like I'm justified in every opinion that I have about this movie um 
I, you know, I know there's a fan base out there for it. I don't understand why. Um, I don't go off the deep end to try to understand why people like this movie. I'd rather not. I, I just don't get it. This movie is just an insult to my intelligence as a Halloween fan. And it's just an overall bad movie in general. And that's no disrespect to, you know, I, I like Rick Rosenthal for what he did with Halloween, too. It is the epitome. And I'm going to say this to the grave. It is the epitome of a direct sequel. You know, a lot of people use the term direct sequel very loosely nowadays. But Halloween, Two is a direct sequel to that original film. It is the first of its kind, in my personal opinion. Um that's no disrespect to the cast members. You know, Brad Laurie played Michael Myers. It's no disrespect because I think one of the writers um, actually passed away. I'm not sure if it was Larry Brand or Sean Hood. They wrote the script for this. One of them has recently passed away in recent years. So rest in peace. Shout out to them. But, you know, it's no disrespect to Brad Laurie, um, even though he is my least favorite Michael Myers in the series. It's no disrespect to Sean Patrick Thomas, Buster Rhymes, Tyra Banks, Bianca Kylick. Um, Daisy McCracken, uh, Katie Sackhoff, Thomas Ian Nicholas, Luke Kirby, everybody that was involved, Ryan Merriman, everybody that was involved in this movie is no disrespect to them. I don't know if they knew what they were getting themselves into, but the fuck I, sh I sure didn't. When I went back and watched this back when it was Halloween homecoming, you know, I had the work print version of this film, uh, back when bootlegs were still popping. It was actually on bootleg VHS, but you know what? We're not even going to waste no more time, people, because anybody that knows me and knows how much I hate this movie, I don't know if they've been anticipating this or not, but it, it's 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 on and popping, man. Hopefully there are no distractions during this commentary. Um, this is no, you know, director's cut, no nothing. It's just a standardized version of Halloween Resurrection, unfortunately. Maybe a director's cut would have, you know, spiced things up a little bit, got me excited for some other shit. But, um, it, you know... We'll see what happens, man. There's nothing special about this cut at all. Standardized theatrical cut. That's just in case anybody wants to tune in with me. And y'all already know, man. Y'all are the true two. Y'all are definitely. Y'all get a fucking, um, you know, get out of jail free card if y'all tune into this commentary with me, man. Because this is going to be a task to get through. I don't even know if I'm going to get through it my damn self. But we'll see, man. You know, I have, you know, the powers that be will get me through this shit. But that's just in case y'all. You know, I'm telling y'all what type it is, just in case y'all tune in with me, man. And y'all are the true Tudor Reviews MVPs if y'all do so. Lord have mercy. Without further ado, people, the commentary for... And I, I'm a little laxed doing this commentary. I should be hyper up, like hyper up, hypered up, amped up. But um, I don't think that'll happen until the movie goes along and it really starts to piss me off. We'll see. But... um yeah, man, uh, without further ado, people, let's get into the commentary here for Halloween Resurrection, a.k.a. Halloween Homecoming, which probably could have been a better movie, but it wasn't. It was still the same piece of shit, but I actually prefer the work print over the theatrical version, if y'all can believe that. Now, fuck it. We'll hit the play button in three, two, one. <sighs> yeah, this is this is this is going to be one to get through, people, for sure. And if there's one thing I could compliment this opening on, um, I, I like, I like that the title cards and just the font, I love the coloring and I love that it's glowing orange this time around and shout out to Danny Lux who did the score or did the, 
Halloween theme. This is by far um, one of my favorite themes in the entire series because it's very dark. It's very ominous. is 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 very uh, it's almost goth in a way. They made it way more dramatic. You know, you hear creaks and cracks, and there's even some like wailing, harmonization type of shit going on. Let's just enjoy it, people. Because trust me, uh, there's not a lot of shit we're going to enjoy about this film. That part right there was amazing. I will say that. So I'm saying the harmonization with the theme. It's like wailing slash singing. I love it. I love this theme, man. Uh, but you know the theme when it, when it goes off and the movie starts, it's like, oh, fuck. You've heard of the tunnel, the one we all go through sooner or later. At the end, there's a door. Was that Willard with that mouse in his hand? Was Willard? Willard wasn't Dimension Films. I don't think it was. I think it was New Line Cinema. That's a movie I do want to go back on. Uh, Willard with uh, Chris Glover and uh, Arlie Ermey. Now we get two of our first Easter eggs. Well, actually one. Uh, we get the Raggedy Ann doll. Now we know that was a reference to the first Halloween movie. We get a crumpled up picture of Josh Hartnett on Laurie Strode's wall. This scene, I will compliment this scene because I think it's very nostalgic and poetic that I, I feel like it's like the irony, if anything. Laurie is in an institution now staring at a wall just blind pale emotionless face as dr loomis would say because we know what the explanation was for h2o complete bullshit right i wish it was smith's grove though what does it say a grace anderson sanitarium psychiatric care facility now one thing about this movie now to the naked ear, nobody's gonna notice. I swear to God, man. Now we get the explanation, the exposition here, but 95% of the dialogue in this movie is done in ADR. And it's literally the same lines from the work print version, from the original version. So why would they dub these lines over? I just don't get it. And this happens throughout the entire film with every character. Okay, now this was good. Continuity. The paramedic got there first on the scene. Michael woke up. They got the same car from H2O that Michael was driving. Okay, the continuity's there, right? Right? But Michael walked around with a paramedic's outfit on. And this is my, sh this is my thing. Hold up, really quick. Michael's just walking around with a fucking butcher knife in his hand amongst amongst the living, chilling. Now, Lori cut the paramedic's head off by mistake. Okay, sure. Now, first of all, fuck y'all, because there's no way that that paramedic, that human paramedic, and I've said this before, 
okay, sure, Michael crushes larynx, but you mean to tell me that human paramedic went flying through a windshield head first, got back up in Michael Myers fashion, got hit by the van, fell off the fucking cliff, uh, got smashed between a van and a tree and was still alive? Kiss my ass, man. That was Michael Myers that got his head cut off in, in the, at, at the end of H2O. Y'all not going to assault my intelligence like that. But you mean to tell me H2O had the audacity to ignore Halloween 2, or not Halloween 2, I'm sorry, uh, Halloween 4, 5, and 6, and do its own thing. But you mean to tell me Halloween 2 is still included, and Michael Myers got all burnt up, but yet he's, what the fuck did he get skin grafts? The same skin grafts Loomis got in part 6. Michael's just walking around with a, a, a burned up face amongst paramedics and cops. I'm, I'm telling y'all, man, like, this this going to be a bad one, y'all. <laughs> we going to have fun, though. Now, how did Michael find her? A dude, you know, again, a callback. Her seeing Michael out the window and then him just disappearing. Now, apparently, Michael has been gifted with Nightcrawler powers all of a sudden. But then again, people would, one would argue like, well, if you say that, you got to say it about the first one. He teleported in the first one. It's like, all right, man. But the first one is what it is. It's a classic. I'm not gonna hold y'all, man. This this snow is not letting up. Um, I'm actually looking outside my window right now, and it looks to be sticking, which is cool because if you're traveling on foot, I mean, or in the car, like it gives you traction on that dumbass ice that was out earlier this morning. Whoa, get your head blown off. John Wayne Gacy was a sick son of a bitch, man. I think there's a documentary coming out based on him. You know that that clown-faced, um, real-life notorious serial killer, man, who uh, I think he used to bury little boys underneath his house or some shit like that. He was a sick fucker, man. He's up there with people like Ed Gein and, um, fuck, I almost said John Wayne. Um, Ted Bundy. Charles Manson. Now, another Rick Rosenthal callback to Halloween 2, where you see Michael on the monitors just waltzing around. Brad Laurie's also got a very strange mind. Like, he walks like he's, like, got a stick up his ass or something. He just walks weird. This is really my least favorite Michael Myers. Okay. My lines are in ADR, but I hope you can understand. Now, you skip dinner and you got that. I'm at least getting three bags of Doritos. You got me chopped. And he didn't even get time to enjoy it. 
What a waste of change. Uh, again, another Rick Rosenthal callback to Halloween 2. Uh, worthless ass security guards. I don't know who hired these motherfuckers, but y'all earned y'all fate. I'm sorry. Y'all and Mr. Garrett. The funny thing is, now with the exception of Ben Meeker and Sheriff Brackett in the Rob Zombie Halloween movies, these are the most ineffective security guards and cops that horror has ever seen. You know, even the cop in Friday 13 Part 2 chased Jason down on foot and even got smart with the counselors. He's like, you're not even going to reprimand him. What kind of place is this? But the Haddonfield cops just and security just fucking sucks, yo. Terrible. Now, what the, what was the point of that? They did that in H2O, literally the movie before. But they just had to bite H2O and have Michael come down from that pipe again. Like, this shit. This shit, man. Breathe. And Michael's like, if you won't breathe right, I'll help you. I'll open up that trachea. Now, that's a dope shot. Uh, Michael in the shadow like that. That's a fire-ass shot right there. Now, I just peeped he's got mask, masks on the wall of his room. Was that, did they pull that, uh, did they pull that from this movie when they did that in uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween? Inquiring minds want to know, people. Now, Michael's uh, knife all of a sudden makes noises when he doesn't even do anything with it. He must got a button on the fucking handle that he presses that just makes that shing. He borrowed it from Ghostface. Another Halloween 2 nod. Michael busting through a door. I get it. We, we get it. Damn. Again, another Halloween 2 nod. Uh, Lori putting pillows or whatever under, you know, the makeshift person underneath the, the sheets to trick Michael. Now, Michael is fresh off the fucking set of roll bounce or something, because look at his afro, yo. He literally picked his fucking hair out on his mask. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a bad one, people. This is just a bad movie altogether. <laughs> now his shit slicked back. Before he hit before he hit the rooftop, he slicked his hair back like, alright, gotta look good for little sis. It's been a long time since our last reunion. Slicked his hair all the way back. Hello. This was a very weird scene i'm not gonna lie to y'all um seeing michael myers this vulnerable i mean as if he wasn't before when he cried in fucking halloween 5 but this was really strange to see 
and just Lori just talking shit to him. It was it was really strange to watch. It took you what twenty three years? Michael's like die. You know who the fuck I is? That's the thing I'll tell people about Michael Myers is he never has died in these movies. He just takes really long cat naps. Like, Jason dies in his movies. Freddy dies in his movies. Chucky dies in his movies. Michael just takes catnaps. But how does he know if Michael wasn't there and put the purse, the paramedic in his outfit, how does he know to grab his mask and throw Lori off and confuse her like that? I'm... I'm I gotta be sure. You tried to kill me, but let me be sure anyway. Yep. Nope. You're fucked up now. they thinking with this music man they might as well pay play fucking pain of retribution from the crow when she fell off that knife like come on man y'all so dramatic i know it was the, the tragic end of a beloved character like laurie strode but jamie lee curtis didn't even give a fuck about this movie man she didn't she's publicly called this movie a joke she was contractually obligated to star in this movie she said only if you kill me off in the opening and they did it in the most tacky way ever. I know a lot of people complain about um, Adrian King getting killed off in Friday 13 Part 2. Tuesday Night getting killed off in Nightmare on She 4 as the Christian Kristen Parker character. But come on, man. This is by far the most disrespectful. Killed his older sister October 31st, 1963. Mm-hmm. Killed three high school students October 31st, 1978. And a tow truck driver. Also killed three nurses and a paramedic same and Mr. Garrett and uh and uh Alice whoa 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 you knew he came back 10 years later right you forgot Halloween 4 and 5 and 6 now Michael's just walking down this hallway like damn it I gotta take a shit So we got an opening kill, and guess what, people? Now we finally get to the title card. 
in scream fashion like the fuck when did halloween start doing opening kills and then introduce the title card like come on man with this this is rick rosenthal playing a college professor in the scene the director in his own movie Yeah, my dark malevolent figure does not pop up until um, I either get really, really super pissed off or unless I watch this movie. These motherfuckers, I think the extras are really trying to fall asleep because they know what movie they're in. They're like, oh my God, man, this motherfucker. Bianca Kylik. Now, I remember, uh, I was a young boy, what, 2002, 2001, this movie came out? Well, 2001, I had the work print, bootleg version, but 2002, the theatrical version, I think, came out. I, I had a crazy crush on Bianca Kylik, then she was in, I didn't even peep, she was in Dawson's Creek, and, um, what's the other show? Not How I Met Your Mother, uh, she was on a different show. Katie Sackhoff, I always liked her because she reminded me of Brittany Murphy. In a way, um, but I remember when I saw her in Riddick. I'm like, not only is she attractive, but she's badass. So she's got the best of both worlds, really, on screen. Sean Patrick Thomas, ladies and gentlemen, um, say the last dance. He made a cameo in not another team movie, Cruel Intentions, Dracula 2000. I, I'm not gonna lie, I like Sean Patrick Thomas, and I'm gonna tell y'all why because he's very hard to dislike on screen. He always plays like these kind hearted, um, soft spoken characters until proven otherwise. Like in Cruel Intentions, he was Ronald. He was uh, he was actually in love with Selma Blair's character, and but then at the end when he found out what happened with her and uh, Ryan Felipe's character, he's like, Captain told me you fuck a seal, and then he you know proceeded to whoop that ass in the middle of the road. But it's not that I dislike the actors and actresses in this movie, man. It's just the movie that they're in is just fucked. This motherfucker is either Earthworm Jim, origin story, or just a human ostrich. That long ass neck. And what'd he do? Tell me. What? You lie, because he put it down in the beginning of the movie when he got hit with that rope. <laughs> I feel like that part was fucking I feel like that wasn't even in the script like he just wandered he was an extra just wandering down the hallway and he walked in and they just stared at him like is this shit in the script then when he started screaming Katie fucking Sackhoff just pushed him out the room oh good times man at Blake Hosey High 
Oh, it's my screen name. Sarah needs some uh, tech support sitting here for Ryan Merriman. Um, I'm not. Shut up. I'm not the biggest fan of what they do with him in this movie. It's kind of annoying. But I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think he did redeem himself in Final Destination Three. I liked his character a lot in Final Destination Three because he was the guy who he he was best friends with the girl who had the premonition's boyfriend you know uh, mary elizabeth winstead he was like listen i promised such and i promised your boyfriend i would take care of you and he just didn't give up on her and he was like looking into the signs and premonitions with her throughout the movie so he redeemed himself in that movie i, I liked him a lot in that film it's the shittiest pumpkin in halloween movie history Bus a bus. Now I know they tried to one up Halloween H2O. They're like, oh, they had L Cool J and he was so laid back in this one. We're gonna get Busta Rhymes and he is gonna be the most fucking outlandish character you've ever seen in a Halloween movie. Tyra Banks, uh, Daisy McCracken, Thomas Ian Nicholas. Everybody's in the scene. Luke Kirby, who looks like Booger from Revenge of the Nerds, actually. Only cooler. But Tyra Banks, like. Shit, you can't be mad looking at her on screen at all. I just feel like a lot of the fucking casting and characters, I feel like it's just misplacement, pretty much. I just want to say that Michael Myers is not just a man behind a mask. He's a legend. I'm interested in how Michael Myers embodies the politics of violence and metacomology. Never. Underestimate the effect of a poor diet. Too much protein, not enough zinc. Next thing you know, you're cutting up bodies in the bathtub. I mean, look at uh, look at him. He's a vegetarian. The brother was seriously malnourished. You don't have to go far to find Michael Myers. He is the great white shark of our unconscious. He is the dark-eyed child of our spirits. He's every murderous impulse we've ever had. He's the little voice that whispers to us to strangle the old lady taking too long at the checkout counter. I guess. So tell us, Sarah, why do ordinary people turn to murder? Well, I, um... Because of unordinary people. I think it has something to do with upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> Just the picture quality alone... And some, uh, like the majority of the acting, this shit feels like either a made for TV movie or TV sitcom. Like a spoof, like a fucking, you know how, you know how um, Family Matters or Step by Step or even shit like, I don't, I'm just going out on a limb here, like Blossom. I really don't remember the, the episodes per se, but you know how every TV sitcom had a Halloween episode. You know what I'm saying? This is what this shit seems like. It seems like if this was a TV series outside of Michael Myers and Haddonfield and everything, but they just decided to make it into it's, it's like when Moesha did. Um, I know what you did in third grade and they put a slicker of a fisherman in there with a hook for a hand and all that shit.
Real rap. I agree. You know, film has my heart. Writing has my soul. And I love podcasting, but I don't don't necessarily want to be famous. I'm a behind-the-scenes type of guy. Should just do something there, like go oh, fuck it, bing. Should just hit her in the head. And just the cinematography just doesn't feel like a fucking Halloween movie. You know how most Halloween movies. I think it started in H two O. Halloween 1 was was blue. Halloween 2 just had its own type of contrast. Halloween 4 had blue shades in the cinematography. Halloween 5 had orange. Halloween 6 had blue. Now that red car in the background, you know how she just saw Michael Myers in the reflection and she turned around, he was gone. But that red car in the background, there was a deleted scene where there was a couple fucking in the woods and Michael Myers stole their firebird to drive back to... uh, his house in Haddonfield and there's actually a scene a deleted scene where he's pulling up they're playing the Halloween theme he's pulling up to the Myers house and he even hits the the lock the alarm lock that like he hits that shit and he stares at the Myers house and then that's the end of the scene it's like you have a pearl in your ear piercing sir I want you to sit the fuck down somewhere Yeah, that was an excuse to say his full name, but okay. He said it like he was getting some pussy at the party or something. These motherfuckers wasn't getting no ass. It was going to the party to eat chips and drink punch. He's like, you can learn to walk like a man. And if anything, with how laid back Miles is, he was going to get some ass at the end of the night. It wasn't going to be his homie. It's always the one that's super hype on some Thomas E. and Nickel in American Pie shit. He's like, what? We made a pact to get laid, guys. You can't just back out. Now, I will say this. Um, this movie was way ahead of its time. Like her cleavage in that shot. She put the camera down her throat and it does. Never mind. We're not even going to go there. But um, yeah, this movie was way ahead of its time as far as the lipstick cameras, the reality TV concept, because this was in production in like 2001 or so. And. Um. There's a line that's dubbed over in ADR where Sean Patrick Thomas' character says, we're going to be bigger than the Osbournes, we're going to be large, because this is supposed to take place in 2002. But indeed, the line was, we're going to be bigger than the real world, we're going to be large. But 
the whole reality TV concept was way ahead of his time, and it could have worked in his favor, but they just, the execution was fucking terrible. Because I'm not going to lie to y'all, the, the only way that I used to enjoy this movie before I broke my DVD of Halloween Resurrection, um, there's a there's a webcam featurette in the special features, and you can literally watch the entire movie through the POV of the, the cameras that everybody's wearing in the movie and the cameras that are scattered throughout the house. So it really feels like you're watching a found footage Halloween movie. It's still shitty, but it's the best way to watch it, I guarantee But the best way to look at Tyra Banks shaking her ass while she's making a mocha latte chakalaka is um, this theatrical version right here. Death by now, this is rated a lot of people's worst deaths, <laughs> like worse as in this shit's corny. Uh, worst deaths in Halloween franchise history: death by tripod. It's not bad. It's just it's kind of meh. Mm. And Charlie can't believe it. He's like, oh, "Fucker, did you just stab me with a?" You know what? I'm not going to lie. Me being a film geek. I mean, I didn't go to film school or anything, but me being a film geek and wanting to write movies like and shit like that, I would be cool with a death like this in a film. Damn, she makes that mocha chocolata look really good. I don't know what the hell it is she made. Sure, nose pierced. Now we see the firebird getting towed away. Product placement. <laughs> this is as bad as shit can get. <laughs> it's like you don't need no goddamn Pepsi and Gap in here. Inside of a what? It's one of those Easter eggs where you keep opening it up and it's something else that you gotta fucking open up. Oh god, I can't. Listen, they about to go into the Myers house, people, so y'all know what that means. This commentary is about to take a turn. Top of the line, say that. The shit ain't even in HD. Cut it out, man. Humble beginnings, though. You know, if I could finance and produce a reality TV show, I would, but only there would be no script. No script, no gimmick. 
that's one of the things that's one of the, the many reasons why this movie fucking sucks is because it just feels like a gimmick centered around the Halloween franchise. It's really one of the biggest cash grabs in the entire series. And it's just so fucking unfortunate, man, because like I said, with the the cameras and the reality TV found footage angle, it could have worked, man. There are things in here that could have worked. Like I said, there are tiny pockets of shit that I'll give it credit on. But for the most part, it just. Mm mm. And this is coming from somebody who's got a shit ton of gripes with H2O. You know what I'm saying? I, I've got an episode if y'all want to check it out, you know, why H2O does not get a pass from me. Um, it's not a terrible movie, but there's a lot of sins committed in that fucking film as far as Halloween goes. Old what? Oh, and um, another thing I'll give them super duper credit on is the reconstruction of the Myers house. This is the closest to the Myers house you're going to get. Um, you had it in the first movie, in the second movie, of course. Um, part five, that was not the fucking Myers house. That was a gothic mansion. And they, they did that on purpose because there were there were, you know, sequences that they needed to film inside of that house that they couldn't do in a house the size of the original one part six was a much smaller house but you could tell it was a lot bigger than the original one but this one i feel like they nailed it to a t He didn't say that in the original version. Shut up. And he didn't say that either. Every knife that you pull out of a drawer makes that sound. Do you know how sharpened these things have to be? I'm telling you, man. I, used to, I, I can't tell you how many kitchens I've worked in in my lifetime. More than enough. More than I'm comfortable with. But knives don't just make that sound. When you just casually pick them up, you have to really scratch it against the surface for it to do that. Shing. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is very, uh, Jason goes to hell. Did commentary for that too. If y'all want to check it out, but, uh, you know, twisted secrets of the Voorhees house revealed. It's like, get the fuck out of here, man. This fucking character is so obnoxious, man. What is that? Looks like the medieval key to Sarah's chest. No, it's actually the crucifix you could have used in Dracula 2000, Sean Patrick Thomas. See what else we can find. Why are you touching me? Hashtag me too. Don't. Stop touching her, bro. Go I'm telling you, man, he's obnoxious. And it doesn't help that in every American Pie movie prior to him being in this, he was bitching about something. In the first movie that came out in 99, he's like, I'm not going to the lake house, guys. I wanted to get laid so bad. I forced it on you guys. And Then in part two, it's like, oh, Vicky's dating. She don't have a boyfriend, but she's dating. And it's like, come fuck on, man. (laughs) 
And how does Michael have blood on his butcher knife and he didn't even kill nobody yet? I'm I'm trying, people. I'm trying. For y'all, I'm I'm hanging there. And these two sons of bitches are dressed like Jules and uh Vincent from fucking Pulp Fiction. I, I don't know what level of offensive this is right now, man. I had to take my glasses off for this shit. Fuck! Oh my god, this fucking movie is we gonna get through, we gonna get through it, people. I promise. I hope none of y'all are laughing at me as this commentary goes along. If anybody is tuning in, I really hope y'all not laughing because this is y'all have no idea how frustrating it is to get through this film, man. On a lighter note, the snow here has let up, people. Again, I'm looking out my window. It has um it has let up. It is not snowing as hard as it was even a few minutes ago so that's pretty good it's good news we we need something good uh, in the midst of this shit here You know what else was disappointing about this movie? The fact that we went the fuck back to Haddonfield, Illinois. Home sweet home. And we didn't get much of Haddonfield, Illinois. It doesn't even feel like Haddonfield, Illinois. That pumpkin looks plastic. It looks like shit. And them kids... I... This movie has no atmosphere whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, H2O... I don't think has any atmosphere either. The last movie that had atmosphere and a chill in the air as far as like the ambiance of the film overall, Halloween 6 was the last movie to literally have that feeling, that cinematography, just that nostalgia. Um, and again, I say, man, when Donald Pleasance passed away, a, a part of the series passed away with him because there's never and I'm a fan of Rob Zombie's Halloween and Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 for sure and Halloween 2018 but there hasn't been a movie like it since Halloween 6 as far as atmosphere goes yeah this really is a hashtag me too movement for this motherfucker because he's gra he's touching on her and grabbing her ass and he wouldn't last a day in 2021 or 2020 for that matter No, oh, that's actually the guest room, dumbass. Hey, keep the camera on the money here. <sighs> you know, I think it happened when she was right there. No, I think that is Judith's room, though. Poor little Judith. Helpless. Brushing her hair. Young. And naked. She actually wasn't naked. She had panties on. Yeah, because that's going to happen, right? I need you motherfuckers to get y'all facts straight. One flash and you can light up You tell somebody that in 2021 and they get naked on TikTok in a in a New York minute. You think? 
not gonna lie when i when this movie first came out and i saw this scene i was i had the same facial expression he did when she started doing that now apparently katie sackhoff said that when they start doing the close-ups of the bra um they said that she had a body double because she was not with the flash and shit at all and i can respect that but i think wait did she go topless in riddick or was that another movie i want to say she went i don't know don't quote me on that but whatever we ain't gonna talk about this fuck it whatever fuck Oh my god, he, he's like, let me DM her. What is that that Tyra Banks is chewing on right now? What are you doing, you big perv? You didn't say that. That was ADR too. This is a dynamic I did like. I'm not even gonna hold y'all. Um, Donna and Jim, the fact that he was on her top the whole time and she finally caved into him after a while, I, I love it. I love their whole back and forth. When he's like, when are you gonna get out of your head and start thinking with your body type of shit? And she's like, well, it doesn't cut it. She's like, does that work on the music majors or whatever she says? Tomato, tomato, damn it. When are you going to get out of your head and start thinking with your body? Right. Please. Does that line ever actually work on the chicks in the music department? Artistry, too. Sometimes even poli sci. Well, it doesn't cut it with critical studies. Poli sci, I'm guessing, is political science. Besides, screwing music major would be tantamount to lesbianism. I could get into that. Don't knock it till you try it, baby. I hate that. <laughs> it's a setup, but they keep. I know what the setup is, but they keep showing these shots of Michael just creeping around, and it doesn't. It's just not effective at all, man. Oh my god! Let's hunt down the fucking uh, electronic device that keeps replicating the same scream over and over and over because i'm telling y'all that's what they do they literally sampled because bianca kylik supposedly couldn't scream for real for real so they duplicated the same scream as the entire movie went on if you listen closely you can tell same scream over and over it's like what do they call it the wilheim scream that they use in every movie is it the wilheim scream Whichever one is like, I, I don't even want to imitate it because it's going to make my fucking, it's going to make, oh my goodness. Now that was real. No, I'm really curious. Is it the Wilhelm screen? It's like, like whatever it is. <laughs> I know <laughs> they use that scream in so many fucking movies. 
Oh my god, it's like three classic screams that they just duplicate in every movie, yo, whether it be horror or action. <laughs> it's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> I know they do it in the beginning at the end of the the I Real Monsters theme, the intro. <laughs> it's, it's fucking hilarious. This is a good scene right here, I'm not gonna lie. Hey! He's like, you want to talk to the man in the mirror? Ooh. Now, that was edited in a whole bunch of different ways. It was like a mixture of the original scene when Sean Patrick Thomas got stabbed through the mirror. It was a mixture of Oh shit, I said Sean Patrick Thomas. When uh Sean Patrick Thomas got stabbed uh in the kitchen, spoiler alert, when Thomas Ian Nicholas got stabbed through the mirror, and when Thomas Ian Nicholas turns around in the found footage version and literally turns around and runs into Michael and Michael stabs him to death. It was like three different scenes edited in one to make it look like one consistent, you know, kill. But you can't get one over on me, man. This is what the fuck geeks do. That is a junky ass closet. Oh my god. And another thing I wonder about this movie was like, did the jump scares work? Like that was supposed to be a jump scare where the white the mannequin with the white face just falls towards the camera. But it's like how many people actually got scared by that shit? Also, that was a nod to the original film when Sean Patrick Thomas busts through the closet to save quote unquote Sarah. Alright, man. I, you know, I was gonna tape it at DVR or something, but let's just watch it, man. I lo- oh my god i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hold y'all i love jim and donna because when she finally like he turned it on his ear when she finally made her move and was like listen just go with it and she went in for the kiss he kind of like just gently grabbed her face and was like hold up like i know i know what this fucking thing is that we're looking at i'm gonna get back to you <laughs> but i love that when she said sorry he was like are you God damn, I fucking love that whole interaction between them. Why is all this stuff still here? True. Answer that, Nancy Drew. Spill. I mean, you could have called her Alex Mack. He's probably so mad at me. He's gonna jump out of somewhere and try and scare me. You watch. You watch. I'm not gonna lie, um, as far as like technology goes in 2021, I mean, I know this was like 2001, 2002, 
intended to be 2001, but you know, 2002 is when it came out. But the picture quality on these cameras is fucking trash. Shit keep making sounds like nah, nah, nah. it sound like you're gonna get fucking electrocuted and turn into static shock afterwards. And I'm sorry, people, like, if I'm going in uh, on this movie, but y'all y'all knew what it was when y'all, like, the Tudor reviews, the, the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters that know how I feel about this film, y'all knew exactly what y'all was getting into with this commentary. Y'all knew y'all were jumping into this for a few laughs, or lack thereof. I don't know how many people out there actually find me funny, but y'all knew I was going to tear this shit to shreds. But as y'all can see, I'm actually... Look, man, I give credit where it's due. I don't just uh, like go into films expecting to hate them unless you're the Sharknado series. But other than that, I go into movies and I, I give them credit where it's due, man. I see when people try to put Easter eggs and try to put little nuances here and there. I'm cool with that. I credit them on that shit, but overall, as a film, it's like I'm thinking about what my rating is going to be for this shit because I think I change it up every time. The fact that intoxicants are in the building, I don't know if that's going to um, help or, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's a sex swing. Medieval John. Maybe it wasn't even Michael that was down there. Maybe it was his parents that was just freaked out and was into all types of BDSM type of shit that they saw on uh, X Hamster. I don't know. What's that? Oh, yeah? Your camera made the same sound his did when you dropped it. And I love how she looked at him when she kissed him. She kind of she kind of kissed him, looked at him like, huh? What you think? What's up? And they just went right at it. I love it. You ain't getting no pussy, dude. I'm not talking about Jim. I'm talking about uh, Miles' friend who's dressed like fucking Samuel Jackson. And I love how he's like making out with her and he told her like say something smart. <laughs> like it's it's gonna turn him on. They were really gonna fuck right on that dirty ass basement floor. Go 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 ahead. said it's a mass grave I mean it does look like one oh, God. 
And she was just so dramatic. <laughs> Yeah. They realized the gimmick of the movie. They were like, wait, we in what movie now? This shit is terrible. I think after that scene, they ran. That probably wasn't even in the script. <laughs> that wasn't even in the script. They ran to Rick Rosenthal after that and was like, yo, like, you mean to tell me this movie is this bad? No, dog, I need a raise. Everybody needs a raise at this point, except Tom and Ian. What's his name? Thomas Ian Nicholas. Because he got killed off first. Now, this scene here, I'm sure this was a scene that confused the fuck out of people. Michael Myers walking in and then Michael Myers walking behind the Michael Myers that just walked in. Like everybody was probably like, wait, uh, are we getting Friday the 13th part five here or what? This scene actually, again, I will give credit where it's due in shadow not Busta Rhymes, but the real Michael Myers, his mask in shadow looks decent. It looks really good. Because they kind of do that whole half half of the faces in shadow and the other half you can see. Brings me back to like part one and part two. Yeah, the mask looks fucking awesome in, light, in that lighting right there. Oh my, ooh, I feel like when he touched him, he should have just dropped it. Michael's like, look at this fucking cat. <laughs> He's like, I've never encountered anybody so disrespectful. The disrespect is so beyond belief. You know, uh, listen, now I don't I don't knock anybody that cracked the fuck up when they first saw that moment, that scene. But we know the fans know Michael, as soon as he would have put his fingers on Michael's head, his mask, if anything, it's like, you're not even just touching my head. You're touching my mask, bruh. My pride and joy. The thing that keeps me camouflaged out here. He would have fucking ripped the Buster's arm off and beat him to death with it. There is no excuse for that scene right there. Like, he basically... Michael Myers got bitched out by Freddie Harris. Nah, there's no way. There's no way. I know I laughed a little bit. I know I complimented the mask and that certain type of shadow, but it's like... That scene is is no, there's no room for shit like that. That would never go down. Like you look at Tyler May, like people talk shit about Rob Zombie all they want. Um, when that guy in Rob Zombie's Halloween Two, whoever the bouncer was, tried to swing on Michael Myers with no mask on, Michael fucking choke slammed that nigga and threw him down to the ground to the point where he threw up and then stomped his head in multiple times. Like that's what. Come on, man. You're not gonna make a mockery out of my man's here. That's disrespectful. Oh. Willard. Not Willard, uh, Socrates. What was that Ben? Hey, Freddie. Is this all part of the setup? Uh, no, you hear the flies buzzing? 
shorty. Another Easter egg, the Raggedy Ann doll with the eyes stabbed out. Now, like I said, the Raggedy Ann doll, that's a callback to uh, the original 1978 Halloween movie. She's got a Raggedy Ann doll in her room. Now that newspaper clipping he's got, um, I don't know how the fuck he got a still of Jamie Lee Curtis on set or who was out there with a digital camera when she was waiting on Annie to pick her up with the pumpkin in her hand. But, you know, he got it. They got it. Mm -mm. Yep. Yep. You're fucked up now. No, you. Nope. Nope. You thought it was a game. Thought it was all practical jokes and big bloopers. Same, same scream. And it seems like every time they try to go blue with the contrast and the cinematography it it almost looks purple in some shots man i just i just don't buy it at all michael's like yep i'm gonna take my time old man river It's already over. Oh. Same scream again. Y'all heard that? But it was already over the first time that shit, like, uh, pierced her back. Because it's like, you're going to get tetanus in the worst way. Like, you're underneath the ground in the fucking Myers house tunnels. You're going to get tetanus in the spine. You're going to get spinal meningitis, and you're going to look like Zelda from fucking pet cemetery and you'll never get out of bed again. I'd be like, bro, hit this bud, man. I mean, if, if she really got killed, then that girl that you texting gonna get killed too. You ain't getting no ass. <laughs> I do I do like that scene right there between um Sean Patrick Thomas and Katie Sackhoff cuz it seemed like it was improv. It seemed like they was really high. Cuz when he said he really said it with confidence like good thing it's no cameras in here and she said we're wearing cameras. But she laughed when she said it. So it seemed like they were really fucked up. Michael's like, hello. How do you do? He high as shit. Oh. He wasn't here. You bring him down. 
certain. Same scream again. But no. Certain people that say Michael Myers' name in this series literally make it not scary ever again in life. Josh Hartnett was one of the first ones in H2O where he's like, Michael Myers is dead, mom. But now, but now um, Sean Patrick Thomas just made it even less scary to say Michael Myers' name. Dr. Loomis was the one that used to say Michael Myers' name and it would strike fear into the hearts of every man. You knew you didn't have a show anyone would watch, so you set us all up at our fucking expense, huh? What expense are you talking about? You ain't contributed down to setting up none of this shit. Besides, don't nobody want to see any of y'all running around no empty house, possibly coming up with nothing any damn way. America don't like reality, first of all. Second of all, they think this shit is boring. You know what I mean? They want the little, little, little razzle-dazzle, little pizzazz, little thrill in their life. You know what I mean? And us being the ones that give it to them, I don't see nothing wrong with that. I so did not sign up for this. Y'all need to do me a favor, all right? Let's go along. Shit, don't blow it. Not now. You really have no idea of how nicely I work things out so that we all can receive somewhat of a robust back end when the shit is all over. Now, I don't know what you want to do about your share, but please don't fuck it up for me. I want my money, all right? Now, if you don't mind, I'd like to go scare the shit out of some more of these motherfuckers. So, I'm going to get it cracking. This every fucking VH1 or reality TV series producer ever, yo. It's like, I want my money. Please don't fuck it up for me, man. We need this gimmick and we need this scripted shit. Now, how many of y'all smokers out there, how many of y'all have walked out of a room, maybe a car, perhaps just an enclosed area and just walked out of a fucking cloud like you literally look like jagged edge just walked out of heaven type of shit that's a hot box for you right integrity man i respect that i really do Same scream over and over. You can't scare us, Jen. You have to do better than that. This was a definitive moment in, in, in this movie, though. I'm not going to lie. Michael said, I'm sick of y'all fucking annoying ass kids. He's like, you see my knife? He's like, bitch. Shut your ass up. Sick of you screaming with that same dubbed over ADR scream. Let your head roll. What's that song uh, that was in Project X? Heads Will Roll by the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. And it's like. That's her theme song. Heads Will Roll. It's probably one of the best parts of the movie, honestly. Where Michael's coming down the steps and they're trying to escape. He's like, I will use the power of film to defeat Michael Myers. Literally on camera. Fucking asshole. Mm. Poor Jim. 
We hardly knew he. Ooh. Ooh, you you know it's real when you bleeding out the eyes, bro. Oh. Now, for the fans out there, was that a Halloween 4 reference? Like when he smashed Brady's skull? I think Brady's was a lot more vicious. But Brady was not bleeding out the eyes and the mouth, though. I mean, the mouth, yeah, because he hit him with the uh, shotgun. Shit. I'd be like, Sarah, you the one that ran off and budged first. My ass is going out the window. I'm not going, you know, I, listen. If it ain't my daughter, my family, my selected family at that, or my woman, I ain't nobody's hero, man. Y'all got me fucked up. Oh, I do love this scene, though. I was a little hyped when I first saw it. Like when I first saw this movie, because I'm like, okay, token black guy fighting back. Well, one of the two token black guys fighting back, and he gives Michael a taste of his own medicine. He's got two butcher knives in his hand. Mm -hmm. yep. They like they nine one one like Miles. Is this you again? Mm -mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> now where'd his camera go his camera disappeared in that shot his camera's gone in that shot come on now where's his camera come on continuity stop it y'all gonna stop playing with me man y'all not just gonna keep having shit pop up and then in and out you know what I'm saying when y'all want to Oh man. now of course this is a nod to when he killed Bob in the original movie you know he stabbed him to the Stabbed him to the wall, to the closet door, whatever you want to call it. And Mike already stabbed him with two knives. He said, that ain't enough. Bitch. Don't you ever turn my butcher knife on me. <laughs> Michael was like, nigga, you don't know who the fuck I is. He said, I saved the last dance for you. <laughs> All pun intended. I don't care. This is officially an intoxic commentary, people, if y'all can't tell. This is This is this couldn't this couldn't survive any other way, man. I'm trying to tell y'all. She said, Oh my god, I got a palm pilot. Deckard, where are you? I need your help. I know I've ignored all your messages and left you on red for the last two months, but check it. I need you right now. And Deckard's like, hey, you responded. I poked you seven times and you didn't respond. Shit. <laughs> now everybody's concerned. Yep, the snow has stopped, people. Snow has stopped. Maybe I will take a walk later on this evening after all. Oh, 
She should have messaged him back like, thank you, Captain Obvious. The window had not occurred to me. I mean, clearly it didn't because she didn't fucking go for the window. It's like a Halloween 5 knot right here where he's trying to bust through the door. Michael Myers in this movie would have got kicked in his fucking face, man. You got me chopped. Oh. Yeah, you and that rubber knife. Why the fuck did she just... Come on, man. You got out the crib. You got out the crib just to go back in the crib. Like, I'm... This goddamn movie, man. Yeah, your corpse game is trash. He's in his old bedroom. Damn, he put that shit in bold print. 26 font. She's looking at Bill's dead body like, don't worry, buddy. You'll be back for American reunion. Was American Wedding out at this time? Because he was in... No, no, no. He wasn't in American Wedding, I don't think. I don't think him or... Uh, I don't think Thomas Ian Nicholas or Chris Klein were in American Wedding. I really don't fucking remember. That's the one that I don't remember. Right. Well, now, now you want to get out. Before it was all fun, fun house, fun and games, kid and play shit, huh? Now you see severed heads and people stabbed in the head. There's no way, man. There's no way. Michael Myers would have kept him around this long. Like, fuck that, man. There's no way in hell. And we know hell would not have him. So you want to be on entertainment? Michael was like, Nigga, do you know how much this mascara is burning my eyes? Oh, God. Now, here we go. Kung Fu. Kung Fu Buster. Fuck out of my face with this bullshit, man. You still got that rubber knife, bruh? 
This is like excruciating to watch, yo. I'm I'm not even fucking joking, y'all. I mean, that was a cool shot. Michael falling back, like literally. The cool shot was Michael flying backwards, hitting that window on impact, flying through the window. After that, it was corny. Like when he was hanging. It looked like it was a fucking a Michael Myers dummy just hanging with a rubber knife. Like I'm trying to tell y'all, man, this shit like y'all like the f- I gotta take my glasses off of this shit. Man. Well, fuck he wasn't, man, because he was in Halloween 4, 5, 6. What y'all talking about, man? Don't be disrespectful to the continuity if you're going to be disrespectful to the lore. Just the disrespectful to the to the character overall. Like, y'all got... They got the audacity. There was a meme I saw earlier where it said audacity is at an all-time high nowadays. And I couldn't agree more. Especially with this film right here. But do we want to call this a film at the end of the day? What do we want to call this? This is bad. A gimmick. Where is he? Yeah, this is a clever reveal right here, but it's like, all right, whatever. It doesn't hit the way it should. Oh my God, Michael. Now, here's a little fun fact, people. Buster's character, Freddie Harris, was supposed to be dead in that scene. But the test audiences didn't like the Deckard ending, spoiler alert, and they asked for more Buster. So they filmed an alternate ending with Buster surviving those two stab wounds. I'm not bullshitting y'all, man. This is all, you know, what they say in TLC is actionable and factual. Sarah is such a klutz. Oh, man. You know what's crazy? Um, If anybody decides to listen to my rating, you know, if you did tune into my episode where I'm talking about my hatred for Halloween Resurrection, um, my rating is probably going to be different because it's like I can rank and rate movies all I want to. The only movies that are tens are the ones that I feel are tens, like the ones that are in my top five or top tens per se. But movies like this is going to change every time because I'm either going to get more frustrated than I was watching it the first time, or I'm going to get 
maybe more lenient to the things that are decent about it but my rankings are going to change every time for movies like this but it's not going to be good i promise y'all i can promise y'all that again a nod another nod to halloween to 1981 um bianca kylik falling or slipping in a pool of blood that was very reminiscent to lance guest character jimmy slipping in mrs alves blood what's her name uh who was mrs alves gloria gifford Ooh la la i loved her in uh halloween too she was a. Uh, she was so mean but it it worked for her character loved her in that movie did commentary for that too if y'all want to check it out the better rick rosenthal halloween film the mask looks great right there as soon as he opens up the door looks amazing and the hair looks amazing too courtesy vidal sassoon what was that thunder outside it, it better not it better not it already snowed and rained and hailed and snailed and all that shit it better not oh my god michael's looking at her like you bought a chainsaw out you ripped off friday 13 part 5 I shit y'all not that literally is a direct rip now people can say what the fuck they want about friday 13 part 5 a new beginning i did commentary for that too if y'all want to check it out it was actually an intoxic commentary much like this will be but um people can say what they want about friday 13 part 5 a new beginning at least that was an original scene as far as i'm concerned they literally stole that from friday 13 part 5 when uh God damn, what's her name? Melanie Kinman? Pam uh, came out with the chainsaw against Roy. And she hits him once. And then the shit just... It turns off and then she throws it at him. Like, fuck y'all, man. There's not an original... There's an original idea in here, but... Alright, I give Brad Lurie credit for doing the Michael Myers sit-up perfectly. He, it was almost robotic. That's awesome. But what do we get next? Spoils all that shit. We at the home stretch, people. Trust me, we almost done. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Oh, fuck. God, man, this is, oh my, yo, listen. Oh. This shit truly made a mockery out of Michael Myers and the entire Halloween series, man. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. There's no... 100% defending this film, man, at all. At all.
You originally didn't say that. That motherfucker was sampled from when you said trick or treat. But um, he originally said burn boogeyman burn. More ADR magic, huh? Fucking disaster this goddamn movie is, man. Damn. And then the cops show up. The cops show up once everybody's dead, when Michael Myers has already killed everyone in the entire house. Haddonfield's finest decide to show up. Firefighters and CSI people. All this shit decides to happen after the fact. This is ridiculous, man. Deckard's like, you're alive. Uh, I'm sorry, this party was so fucking fire that I couldn't leave to help you for overall, but uh, I'm glad you made it. You want to you wanna go out on a date? Shout me out on the news. I got a podcast. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Now, the upside of this, Deckard probably got a lot of pussy that night at the party. What's it feel like to be a hero, Sarah? Excuse me, how does it feel now that it's all over? What makes you so sure it's over? Bitch, because he burned. What makes you think that Michael Myers is superhuman? You don't know his lifestyle. You don't know. You ain't You ain't there yet. Mr. Harris, would you like to make I mean, we know, but she didn't. Like, Michael Myers is not a soundbite, spinoff, tie-in. Kind of celebrity <laughs> no, we ain't. God damn it. Right now. Right now. How am I feeling now? Wanna know how I'm feeling right now? He should have been like, you want to know how I'm feeling right now? And they should have played like, do 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 They should have played, put your hands where my eyes can see. He should just start. His face, you didn't even see his face underneath the mask, so how you know it's really him? Could have been another imposter, like they insulted us with in the beginning. What if it was Deckard underneath the mask? <laughs> Deckard was literally trying to kill her and texting her at the same time on the Palm Pilot. Plot twist, right? Now, you know what I like? That in Halloween Kills, they're going with that chicken fried type of look. Michael's mask is half burnt and it looks amazing. Um... That's one thing I will give this credit on is the way Michael's burnt up. I love the look. That's why after Halloween kills and Halloween ends, after they wrap up this trilogy, if they weren't even to take Danielle Harris and Ellie Cornell and both star and do a proper Halloween four sequel in present day, do a sequel to Halloween Resurrection. As bad as this fucking movie was, you can make a Halloween nine easily. Trust me. I've started writing one. I didn't finish it. My laptop crashed. All the ideas are in my head. I know the intro. I know the beginning. But y'all could do it. Trust and believe.
Y'all could do a Halloween 9 so good that this shit become a forgotten memory. She's like, oh my god, you smell like chicken fried, motherfucker. Love his mask all burnt up like that. Oh my goodness, Michael. Oh, people, we made it. We survived Halloween in February, where we should be celebrating Valentine's Day, and we are fresh off of the month prior celebrating the new year. Oh man, this was a fucking task, people. I, yo, let's just get straight down to it so I can cut this shit off. Um, I get this shit a 5 out of 10. And why I don't need to fucking talk about why I give it a why I give it a five why I don't give it a ten. What keeps it from a ten? I don't need to talk about that shit. Y'all know why. But why I give it a five? The opening theme is fire. Shout out to Danny Lux for composing that opening theme. It's the darkest theme we've ever had of the Halloween theme ever. Um the Easter eggs, you know, from the crumpled up picture of uh of John Strode. Or a John Tate, rather, in the opening. The Raggedy Ann doll, the newspaper clippings, the Myers house. Uh, the Easter eggs are all there. Um, there are certain shots, like I said, of the Michael Myers mask that look really good in shadow. And the violence hits when it hits. It's not always decent, but it's cool. It's, it's better than what we got in h2o because they went for gore and shock value shit and i can appreciate that because that's what i was spoiled with prior with um with halloween six michael myers uh shout out george p wilbur and a michael Lerner, who played michael myers in that film um i was really spoiled with the with the violence and how just how brutal it was but overall this shit is a five out of ten i, I mean i might have changed it uh my rating but i don't give a fuck because we barely even made it through this commentary, man. And I don't even want to spend too much time talking about it. I really don't. And I hope that everybody that tuned in maybe enjoyed it. Hopefully y'all enjoyed it. Possibly, maybe. Almost, sort of, kind of enjoyed it. But, um... Y'all already know where to go, man. If y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast Breaker, and Radio Public. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. Again, happy Friday to you, mofos. And last but not least, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. Um, We made it, man. I, I never thought that i would do i think i could take this out of my watch list right now because uh there's no need for me to watch it again i've done commentary for it i've talked about it enough i've seen it enough so i don't really have to keep it in my watch list so i feel like i've done my you know i've, I've paid my debt to society uh cinematically with this movie but um Last but not least, man, the two, the reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there, man. I don't, I, I don't, you know, I, I, I got to I got to keep shouting y'all out, man. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are amazing. And anybody that stuck with this commentary throughout, y'all know my pain with this movie. And it took a lot out of me to, you know, fuck the, the brewskis that were on deck and then toxic commentary side of things and all of that shit. This, this always takes a lot out of me, man, because y'all know that. 
Halloween is my favorite slasher franchise, and y'all know that Michael Myers is my favorite slasher of all time, and y'all know how near and dear this is to my heart, and y'all know I'm waiting on Halloween Kills and to see what they do when they wrap up this trilogy and to see what they do next, but, you know, it was it took a lot out of me, man, but I did this for y'all, but y'all already know, man, the love and support y'all show me, man, I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some, so with that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tudor, another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can, I'll check y'all on the next one.